Newsbreak podcast. And the consequence of those four facilities being damaged is that the pipeline, the ability of our authorities, our ports, and the, the importers to move the product from the point of, of entry into the country at the port of Durban through the supply chain has been severely disrupted because the product normally would arrive in the port in a container. It then gets checked by the state vets to make sure that it complies with all of the phytosanitary requirements. And it goes into cold storage waiting for that process to be completed. In other words, approval to be granted. And then the product is sent on to their customers all over the country. What estimate would you put the loss of stock in terms of meat products at this point in time? Well, obviously not all of the 40,000 pallets that were destroyed. And bear in mind that many of those cold stores were full. And all the product that was then either looted or stolen or damaged through fires that were in those cold stores, none of it can be used, none of it is suitable for human consumption. So it's all being destroyed, and that took a big chunk of volume out of the, out of the, the system. So if you, if you look at the, the value of that, um, I don't actually have an exact number on it, but it would be many, many millions of rands worth of, of raw material that has disappeared out of the system. And now you've got the port that, as you know, last week there was a cyber attack on the Transnet Navis um, port management system, and that further hampered their efforts to try and process the quantities of product being uploaded to the port. They went to a manual system, and they only re- recovered their, their system today, which meant for a week they were not able to process their normal volumes of containers. They had to work on a on a manual system, which is probably working at about 10% of their normal uh, throughput. What time frame could we be looking at to actually try and see some sort of comeback for the industry? Well, there's currently 269 containers of, of refrigerated products or frozen products standing in a Durban harbour waiting to be cleared. If the Department of Agriculture can find a way to release that in a more rapid way, that can immediately release some of the production pressure because that will go straight into the marketplace. That's step one. Step two would be that probably for the next three to four months, there's going to need to be a way of working without the cold storage, the normal volumes of cold storage capacity in Durban. And the Department of Agric needs to then look at whether they can use inland cold storage or whether they can find alternative ways of moving products quicker um, by taking some of the bureaucratic processes away and allowing product to flow quicker through the port straight to the manufacturer for further production. So we've proposed a number of options to the department and and suggested that there are ways to do this. We've, in fact, identified cold storage facilities which have got capacity here in Johannesburg, which would allow them to speed up the process. But the ball is in the department's court because ultimately they're the ones who control the regulations and they're the ones who do the final check and the final release. Newsbreak, Lotus FM, powered by SABC News.